Mike Rowe here with a few thoughts on my favorite sweatshirt. A classic zip-up hoodie that used to be navy blue but has since faded to what the fashionistas call a distressed indigo. It's 13 years old, soft as a flannel bathrobe, and after a few hundred dirty jobs, demonstrably and undeniably indestructible. This is the kind of sweatshirt girlfriends like to permanently borrow. But I've held on to this one because I got it from American Giant. American Giant makes all their stuff right here in the USA so they can control every link in their own supply chain. That matters because when you buy American Giant, you not only get great quality, you create jobs for people in factory towns all over the country. No pressure, but if you give a damn about the business of making things in America, you got to support the companies who are doing it right. Go to American-Giant.com slash Mike to get 20% off your first order. That's American-Giant.com slash Mike. Hello and welcome to the European Hoops Podcast. We are a Sportsitas presentation. We bring you all the coverage you need of the EuroLeague. Three times a week, every Monday, Tuesday and Wednesday, we recap and preview all the action and cover all the news surrounding the competition. Join us on this ride and learn more about some of the best basketball played in the world. Make sure you don't miss any episodes by subscribing to the podcast and follow us on Twitter at Itos EuroLeague. My name is André and these are my co-hosts Diogo Valent and Tiago Cordair. Are you guys ready to preview the action of EuroLeague next week? Hell yeah, Andre. Let's talk about the thing that we like the most. How are you doing, Duke? I'm good, guys. Let's get to it. On this episode, we will be previewing the round 29 of the EuroLeague and also the game between Efes and Real Madrid from round 24 that will be played on Tuesday. And there is where we will be starting this podcast, Efes against Real Madrid. Real wasn't brilliant on the doubleheader last week, losing to Basconia and beating Valencia, but without performing at the greatest level. They certainly will want to go to Turkey and get this win, trying to get Efes on a tough spot and struggling to get into the playoffs. For Efes, this game means being one win below 8th place or being tied with two or three other teams, depending on Milan's game that still needs to be played against Fenerbahce, that will be played later this month and that can place four teams tied for 10th place, two wins below the, the currently 8th seed, that is Maccabi. Last time these two teams played this season, Real won 94-85. This time around, I am leaning Efes to win this game. They have all the reasons to want to bounce back and I see them bouncing back and get the win here. What do you think that are the keys for this game and who would you pick to win, Tiago? I'm picking Real Madrid to win. I know they're not picking at the right moment uh, late in the season, but I think they're being more consistent than FS. And the fact that uh, FS rotation kind of getting short because guys are getting out, kind of like uh, Rodrigo Bilba, for example. So I really think that Real Madrid might have a chance to, to win this game. For me, it's for me the key for this game. Uh, it's what I've mentioned: it's the rotations, and I, I think that Real Madrid, uh, with almost uh, their team being healthy, uh, I'm winning for them. Diogo, uh, which team are you picking? Uh, unfortunately, uh, I just can't pick FS in this game. Uh, not only because of the injuries, but they are not playing well at all. Uh, they can't use Clyburn uh, as efficiently as they should. He's, in my opinion, the best player on that team. And they just stay playing pick and roll the every possession. So th that's not the way to beat Real Madrid. Uh, and I think Real Madrid is going to win this game. But uh, to me, these are the two teams that have been disappointing me the most this year. Uh, even though Real Madrid has the is fighting for the number one seed, 
I, I still think they they don't play uh, great basketball. I think with the roster they have, with all those options, I think they could do a much better job. Uh, but yeah, in this game, I'm going to go Real Madrid. Efes is going through a very tough time right now. So I, I just don't think they can do it. For me, I, I'm just playing the odds here. And I think that uh, Efes really needs this one. And, and that's why I'm going with them. I don't see Real Madrid playing a very high-level brand of basketball and a dominant one. That's why I think that Efes has a real chance to stay in the game. And with the players that they have that can decide any given game, I think they, they will be able to fight for this win and to get this win. I obviously understand you guys being King Real. They are the superior team so far. But uh, I just think that those two teams from Spain and those two top teams from Spain, despite having very high-level basketball rosters they they struggle to dom to dominate the the games as they could and they should and i don't know if they will be able to do it once we get to the postseason we will see but uh, th these are the reasons why i'm i'm leaning fs here This week's EuroLeague schedule is uh, slightly different than usual uh, in, ter in terms of how the games will be distributed. The round 29 starts with seven games on Thursday and has only two games on Friday. We will continue and move on from this preview of this delayed game between FS and Real Madrid. And uh, we will continue with FS. They will be playing again at home and this time around against Partizan to open the round 29. We don't know if Efes will be one or two wins below Partizan heading into the into this game, but we do know that these are two teams that are direct opponents in the fight for the playoffs. So this is a game that can have massive playoff implications. In Serbia, Partizan got a three-point win. Eileen Efes this time around, and again, I think that uh, they will manage to get two important wins this week. Which side are you picking, Thiago, and who do you think will be the top performance on this game? Andre, you really sound like Diogo. Come on, man. Uh, I'm leaning to Partizan here. Um, but I think that Partizan athleticism and the way they're playing uh, on transitions, I think that FS can match that. I think that FS uh, can't afford to run for the whole game. So I'm leaning to Partizan and I'm leaning to Dante Exum to have a great game here. Diogo, uh, what's your thoughts about this game and who you're picking? Yeah, uh, on this one, I'm gonna I'm gonna side with Andre and I'm gonna take Efes, but I wouldn't be shocked at all if Partizan uh, was able to get out of there with a win. Um, I think it, it could be a very interesting game. Um, I, I hope that Efes, having another another double header because of the game against Real Madrid, uh, doesn't hurt them physically. I mean that has been the case, so uh, I hope they are healthy enough to play these two games. And they got to beat Partizan. If they lose to Partizan, uh, their chances of making the playoffs are are really are, are looking really bad now. Um, so we'll see what happens. Uh, but I, I hope they they use Will Claiborne more because I think he could have favorable favorable matchups here in this game. So yeah, I'm looking forward to see this game. It will certainly be an interesting one. I cannot yet bet against uh, FS quality. I think um, if Larkin uh, and Misic can be close to to what they can produce, they they will have the solutions and 
if they lose this one, like, what's the point? These are the games they need to step up for, and they have the quality to do it. So I believe that at home, they will, at the very least, compete and uh, show a better face than they have been doing on their, their last matchups. Let's move on and let's speak about another team that uh, is in the playoff fight. The next game on the docket is Zalgiris against Olympiakos. Zalgiris stands in ninth place, tied with three other teams for sixth, and with Efes breathing down on their necks. They don't have an easy schedule, and this is the type of win that they need to be getting into the playoffs. They need to, to get some surprising wins and playing at home even against uh, Super Olympiacos. This is the, the type of games that they need to fight for if they, they do want to aspire to, to get a, a playoff spot. At home, Zalgiris has a 10-4 and record, while Olympiacos is just simply great at basketball, either at home or on the road. What is the path that you see Zalgiris having to get this win on a game that I think we need to, to be favoring Olympiacos, Tiago? I'm favoring Olympiacos too, but I can see a case uh, being made to Zalgiris, uh, for Zalgiris to win this game. I think that if they can get hot from the three-point line, because in the last game they did it, kind of, uh, I think that they might have a chance. And um, I like a lot what they're doing. We will talk about that later. But um, with Isaiah Taylor coming off the bench, uh, I think that he can bring some energy because they, they were lacking that. So... If if they can if Polonar uh, still being aggressive too uh, locking, uh, in my opinion, the early MVP for this season, I think they might have a chance. Uh, Yo, uh, what what do you think that Algiers needs to do uh, to get this uh, victory from Olympiacos? I think Algiers first of all they they need to get stops. And, and they got to try to push the pace because I think they could struggle uh, in the half-court offense against Olympiacos because they can really defend. And especially in Isaiah, Isaiah Taylor's case, uh, because he's the, the one guy in Zalgiri's team that can break down the, a defender more often, uh, that's not going to be easy to do against Thomas Walker or Laren Zakis off the bench. Whoever it is, Olympiacos can really defend. So I think they got to get stops and push the pace. But uh, I lean Olympiacos. Uh, they're just a, a great team, and Bart Zukas has been amazing. He's my coach of the year for this year, for this season. Um, but I think it could be a good game. I think Zalgiris playing at home can give Olympiacos some trouble. But but I think Olympiacos in the end uh, they're going to come out on top. The, the big difference in, between teams like Olympiacos, Real Madrid, and Barcelona is the the killer instinct that Olympiacos has, and they keep the pressure on, and they try to demolish the other team for forty minutes of the game, um, and they are able to answer when the other team gives them uh, challenges. So that will make this a very hard game for Zalgiris to win. But uh, they are a very competitive team, and in front of their home crowds, I give them a fighting chance against anybody. Just correcting a lapse that I had: their record at home is ten wins and three losses not four losses i wasn't trying to to predict anything that will happen this round that, that you, wasn't my goal hey, but, but but you were right in the end though so no worries now let's see <laughs> I, I really think that they have a legit fighting chance i, I might even uh 
pop in and uh, if there are tickets available they usually so so sell out so fast i might even be able to go and watch this game that will be a good one to go and see olympiakos performing at a very high level of basketball but let's move on to the to the next game where in monaco they will be welcoming virtus after fenerbahce loss against maccabi monaco can feel that they have a chance to home court advantage that will be very important for their aspirations on this edition of the euroleague they are currently tied with barcelona with 18 wins and one win ahead of Fenerbahce that has one game less. Virtus, on the other hand, is in 11th and uh, will do their best to keep fighting for a playoff spot, even if we know that that's a really hard thing to achieve with them having a hard path ahead and being already a bit too far to be able to to make up the difference. I'll in Monaco on this game, and I see them to want to build a good momentum here heading into the playoffs. They just had a very good performance even without Mike James. I think that... Uh, the, the goal of getting home court advantage is crucial for their aspirations to get into the Final Four. I lean them to come into this game and have a, a strong uh, showing. Do you guys agree that they are favorites? And uh, what will Virtus need to do to get this win? I really do agree with you, André. Uh, and I think for Virtus to have a chance to, to compete or to win this game, it's to control the glasses. Because last game... Um, Virtus allowed a lot of offensive rebounds for the other team, and in in the last game, to Monaco won a lot of offensive rebounds. Adding that to Virtus trying to stop Monaco transitions, I think that it might have a chance here. But I think that Monaco will uh, want to win this one because uh, they want to build a good momentum. Yeah, we we've been talking about this lately. Uh, I think Monaco's best chance. To, to get to the final four is to, to secure a home court uh, advantage spot, a top four spot, uh, to be able to to have a first round at home and maybe upsetting a team like Fenerbahce. Uh, but I, I really see Monaco winning, the, winning this game. Uh, I hope Mike James is back. Um, they had a great win against Basconia without their best player. So I hope they can keep building on this. And and try even try the third seed or or better, we don't know. Um, for Virtus, uh, I think it's a tough matchup here um, because Monaco, like we said, they're not their front court. They don't have a scoring option on the front court, but they do have several options to to throw at at guys like Shengelia and and guys that Virtus has. So I think Monaco can do a good job, and they're playing at home as well. So this is a tough one for Virtus and I think Monaco is going to do it. And I think you, you touched a, a key point there with Shengelia, like he has been out with chickenpox. If he's able to, to play, his physicality can give them something that uh, they can use as an advantage against Monaco. Absolutely. Uh, if, if he is not available, I think it makes the, the game a bit harder for Virtus. The only thing I wonder here as an angle for Virtus to, to compete on this game is if Mike James is not available again. Many times you see teams getting together and stepping up and their star goes down, but uh, then they have a, a fall down in the in the, the following game or in the, the games after that. And if Mike James is not available, Virtus being a very 
experienced team, they might uh, try to pick on them and try to to make it a hard-fought game. And in that case, it can can go either way. But I'm also favoring Monaco on this one. Let's move on and let's go to Tel Aviv, where Maccabi will be receiving Basconia. And like Diog used to say some episodes ago, this is a game that will favor the scoreboard for sure. <laughs> Maccabi and Basconia are two teams with legit playoff aspirations that are aiming to get as high as the sixth spot in the end of the, the regular season. We know that Maccabi has a theoretical easier path ahead. So for Basconia becoming the, the fourth team winning in Tel Aviv this season it will be a huge step for for Basconia in the direction of of achieving the playoffs I'll in Maccabi on this one I think at home they are very strong and they are really playing a very good level of basketball we saw them giving some small positive steps on defense on the on protecting their defensive boards and uh, I think that they can beat any team in the EuroLeague especially when they are playing at home I think that Basconia doesn't has the defensive consistency to to be able to to get this upset in a Tel Aviv. Do you agree, Tiago? Yeah, I really agree with you, Andre. Uh, if Maccabi can uh, step up on, her, on the defense, because in the last game against FS, they did it. They had some good stops, and uh, that's why they won the game, in my opinion. Um, I really... I really I, I'm really favoring uh, Maccabi to win. Playing at home, they have a few losses, so I don't, I don't think that Basconia can win uh, in Tel Aviv. For Basconia to win, uh, they need to get out from three, uh, and defensively they have to step up too. Because in this game, I know there will, won't be a lot of defense, but it will win the team that uh, plays uh, better defense. So I'm winning to Maccabi. I'm favoring them. Diogo, who are you favoring? Yeah, uh, I'm favoring Maccabi as well. Uh, I think this is a game they they should win, and I think they will win. Uh, I just think it's a bad matchup for Basconia. Um, obviously, not because of the guards, because that's <laughs> elite-level guard play on both sides, and you guys already know we love that. Um, but uh, Maccabi is just a, a big team, and they are they are athletic and physically available. And Basconia is not really an athletic team. Um, so I think that could be a point where Maccabi gets an advantage on the boards and stuff. Uh, but but like you guys talked about, Maccabi at home is the best team in the league, and Basconia can really struggle because they are four and ten on the road. Uh, they just gave up a hundred and three points to Monaco without their best player. Uh, I think Wade Baldwin, uh, Wade Baldwin played in Basconia last year, so this is a, a revenge game. Uh, I think he could get hot, and Lorenzo as well. Uh, it's it's going to be an interesting game. Like like Andre mentioned, uh, I said that the favorite in this game would be the scoreboard because <laughs> I think this will be a high high scoring game. But I think Maccabi is going to win this one. Uh, and I uh, I just want to say that after the the five teams that are already locks for the playoffs, I think Maccabi is the best of the rest. I think they can secure the sixth spot, and they have been doing it since uh, they beat Fenerbahce at home. And then they beat FS as well. And I think they're going to continue doing that. Yeah, when we previewed the, the rest of the, the schedule, we had FS in the sixth place. But after these two losses on the, the double header, this gives some advantage to Maccabi, especially after they had beaten uh, FS. And with the 
somewhat favorable schedule the rest of the way with uh, four uh, home games in the the six matchup left uh, Maccabi he's in a very good position to to achieve that uh, sixth spot when the regular season reaches its end I'm looking forward for this game I just think that um, the struggles that Basconi has defending and the, the struggles that Basconi has on the glass as well uh, against a team like uh, Maccabi it has been showing to be highly competitive being able to to go on very high scoring runs it will be too much for them to to deal with on the road and behind and uh, playing against the Maccabi's home crowd they really get motivated and uh, playing at home and i i don't see Basconi getting this surprise although we know that Basconi being the best offense in the competition they cannot score anybody i just don't see them doing this here but it will be a very interesting game to watch regardless. And if Basconi manages to find some sort of solution to contain Maccabi, they will be in the game. So it's one to watch for sure. Let's move on and let's go to Valencia, where the home team will be playing against Fenerbahce. Valencia is likely out of the, the playoff hunt, but they will certainly want to, to bounce back from their four-game losing streak that they are currently on and put uh, some fight at home for their home crowd after some disappointing performance. Fenerbahce, on the other hand, will want to keep building on their current momentum after getting a great win over Barcelona. I think that Valencia can give them some trouble. Valencia can be feisty and can score at a high level as well. And uh, I think that they will raise up to the occasion and to to this challenge. But I will still favor Fenerbahce to to win in the end. Do, Do you agree, Tiago? Yeah, it's. I agree with you, Andre. It's, it's like I said uh, previously with Valencia playing, uh, for example, against Olympiacos. I can see them uh, doing an upset, uh, even playing at home. It's easier for them. But Fenerbahce is playing a really good basketball, and they're all healthy. I'm wondering if Bialica can play and can stay healthy, because I, I think it's a really good game for him to play. But yeah, uh, Valencia, for the key for this game, in my opinion, is to take uh, Fenerbahce bigs out of the paint uh, with Dublevic playing uh, pick-and-pop situations because he's, he's shooting at uh, such a high level. Uh, but I'm favoring Fenerbahce for sure. Diogo, what team are you favoring? Yeah, I, I, I'm also going to go with Fenerbahce. Um, this is an important game for both teams. Uh, obviously, Valencia already fall down a little bit in the standings. And if they lose this one, they could be out. But Fenerbahce also needs this game to 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 fight for home court advantage. And I think they, they want that. And uh, I think that team's going to go into, into this game with the right mindset to, to try to dominate from the start. And I think Fenerbahce is going to win. They just have too many options and good options, obviously. And I don't think Valencia is capable of beating them. Um, so I'm going to go Fenerbahce yeah I think Fenerbahce has to be favorite for, for this game they are they look for me like they are starting to pick right now and to show the, the colors of a potential championship run let's see how healthy they can be and how well they can perform but uh they really have a great roster and a great team and they won't want to fall back from the, the fight from home court that will be important in their potential first round matchup against a team like Monaco or even Barcelona eventually so they for sure will want to secure that home court and this is a game that they must win we are just six rounds away from the, the end of the regular season it's it's approaching pretty fast and uh, now this is the time for teams to, to start performing at, uh, at their best 
So this will be an interesting game to watch, but I'm also leaning Fenerbahce. Let's move into the next one. And this is a game that uh, I personally can't wait to watch. It's Real Madrid against Milano. Milano is playing at an incredible level. They need to be almost perfect to achieve the the playoffs. And I think that's highly unlikely. But uh, if they want to keep dreaming of it, this is a game that uh, they will want to win. I struggle with uh, Real Madrid performances. They don't lack talent nor competent players. They also have the depth, but they have been lacking in the consistency of uh, having the killing instinct that a top team needs to have. And that uh, I just mentioned before that Olympiacos, for example, does even if maybe they don't have a roster with as much as many solutions as Real does. They have uh, flashed at moments the, the ability to do it. For example, when we watch them playing against Monaco earlier in the season... But uh, can they do it here against Milano? I don't know. I think that uh, the level that Milano is playing will give um, a lot uh, of trouble to Real Madrid. So I will be biting the hype and I will be picking Milano to get this win. Tiago, who do you go and uh, who are the keys for this game? First of all, Andre, let me ask something to, to Diogo. Uh, Diogo, you said that Maccabi was the best team out of the rest. But I think that Milano might have a case. Don't you agree with me? Yeah, uh, I agree with you. They they could have a case. Uh, when I was talking about uh, Maccabi being the best of the rest, I was kind of referring to the teams that, that I still think have a chance of making it. Because, uh, like we've been saying, we think Milano is maybe a little too too late to, to make this push. Uh, but definitely, Milano has a, a playoff roster. There, there's no doubt about that. And now with Napier, they've been playing like a playoff team. So... I just hope they can keep building and hopefully they can have a, a similar roster next year and, and try to try to fight. But this year, I, I just think it's too late. And that's why I have Maccabi as the best of the rest, just because I don't think Milano still has a chance to make it. But, uh, but, but they for sure have a, a playoff roster, no doubt. Yeah, I also think that, Mo- that Milano for sure has a top eight roster. They are just too far from the playoffs and although I'm biting the the hype and picking them to beat Real Madrid I don't think that they will be able to to make up all the difference and leapfrog all the teams that they have ahead of them I'm looking forward for Milano next season if they can keep this uh, this uh, group together and if they can keep performing at this level what are okay. what is your preview of this game I'm I'm minding the hype too cuz I cuz <laughs> I really think that Milano will win this one Defensively, uh, I think that Milan will dare Real Madrid to shoot from three because they're struggling a lot. Uh, and they have to close the paint because Walter Tavares, uh, they don't have a match, in my opinion, to Walter Tavares. And he's playing uh, really good basketball. Offensively, I think they don't need to change nothing because they're playing uh, such a good basketball, uh, sharing the ball. Uh, so, yeah, I think that Milan uh, will win this one for sure. Diogo, who, who are you picking? Yeah, I got to disagree with both of you guys here. Uh, I'm going to pick Real Madrid. Uh, I could see Milan winning, uh, but it's tough. They have won what, six straight, I think. Um, I think uh, every win streak has to stop at some point. And uh, I just don't see them beating Real Madrid in Spain. Um, it could happen, but but I don't think it will. So I'm picking Real Madrid. For me, the key here, and I will be asking you what you think that Real Madrid advantages are, but for me, the key here is like, I don't think that Real Madrid can quite match the guard play that uh, Milano has been showing. And I think that Milano's ability to be physical and to play high-level defense can give trouble to Real Madrid. 
obviously, I will agree with you. If you tell me that a real superior talent can win this game, they, they obviously can. Theoretically, they are the better roster. I just haven't seen them playing that level of basketball, and I have seen Milano playing a very, very high level of basketball. And in my opinion, at the moment, they are playing a higher level of basketball than, than Real Madrid. And that's why I'm giving them an advantage. I think that uh, they have the arguments and the matchups on this game to create mismatches against Real. I can see them being physical enough and I can see them playing a good enough level of defense to be on the fight. That's why I'm giving them the edge. What for you do you think are the real advantages on this matchup? Listen, I, I agree with you uh, on the, um, the part about um, the level that each team is playing. Uh, I've been saying this from the start that Real Madrid uh, does not play uh, as good basketball as they should. But I just think those wings um, are going to give Milano a lot of trouble because even though Milano does have some wings, now with Chavon Shields getting back as well, I just think Musa, Ezonia, like Real has so many options on that on those positions. Um, I think they'll be all right. Uh, I'm not going to say they're going to play the greatest basketball because they haven't done that, but they still get wins, and I think they're going to do it regardless. Uh Milano is uh, playing really good defense, and they were already. So I think that if Real Madrid uh, might have a chance, because uh, Diogo already said it, because uh, they have a lot of wings and a lot of talent. But I think that Milano is so uh, consistent on the defense uh, that I can see Real Madrid winning this one. They they have more talent, but Milano is playing really good basketball on offense and on defense. So I can't bet against them. Hold on. If Milan was playing Fenerbahce, would you not be able to bet against them? I could pick Milan. I could pick <laughs> okay, Milan. Okay. <laughs> no, I don't think that's Stop the point. <laughs> I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think that's the point. I don't think it's about Milano being the, the best team in the EuroLeague. They are not. I think it's about they being in a very good momentum and against a team like Real Madrid that is lacking the ability to to perform at the highest level for 40 minutes that might give a fighting chance to Milano and with that they might allow them to, to win this game and keep building on the they are probably delusional to use a word that we use two podcasts ago <laughs> aspirations to get into the playoffs that they probably won't get there but uh, I certainly enjoy them trying Let's continue and let's end the, the Thursday preview. And the Thursday ends with Aswell receiving Paratinaikus. This will be, in my opinion, an interesting game to watch between two teams that uh, are at somewhat similar levels. We just saw Paratinaikus break, breaking their big losing streak with uh, their coach leaving potentially their best player or at the very least one of their most important players. Dwayne Bacon was left out by a coach decision. We have been Grigon is playing with uh, more freedom and more confidence after the coaching change. I don't know if it's related or not, but it's a fact that he's uh, stepping up and playing at a better level. But uh, I think Aswell is due to a win after being able to, to fight at spaces against some hard competition and I am picking them to, to win this one. I think their guard superior on this matchup will be a key factor in this game and will boost them to, to get the, this uh, victory. Do you agree on my link to Aswell? And uh, what will you be tracking on this specific game, Tiago? I'm picking Panathinaikos. Uh, sorry, Andre. 
Uh, of course, you I'm, are picking Panathinaikos. <laughs> but I'm picking Panathinaikos. I'm looking forward to see uh, Matt Thomas against Nando De Cole if they match, because uh, I think that will be fun to watch. Uh, but yeah, I think that Panathinaikos, like we talked, uh, are a tier above Asvel, but Asvel gives uh, a fight to any elite team. So this will be a fun, uh, fun game to watch for sure. Yogo, who are you picking? Yeah, uh, I'm going to pick Panathinaikos here. Um, I think they have better options all around. Um, I don't know if Dwayne Bacon's going to play or not, but even if he doesn't, uh, I think they will get together like they did against uh, Red Star. And I think they're going to be able to, to get this win. Uh, I think the, the point guard matchup is going to be very interesting with Paris Lee and, um, and Debost. I think that that's a fun one. Uh, I just think Debost is a, a better playmaker, and I think um, I think he can facilitate better for Nando and the rest of the guys. But uh, Panathinaikos, um, I just think they have a better roster and more talent, so I think they're going to be able to win this game. Uh, like Andres said, Grigonis has been playing at a at a much higher level, and I think that's a, a key factor for them. So I think Panathinaikos is the better team, and I think they're going to win. Yeah, I think that if Panathinaikos wings are able to to have a big superiority on this game, they do have the better roster. I just um, I can see that uh, Asvel really is motivated to get a win and playing at home. Uh, I need to favor them. I think this is this will be a close game and uh, with the best guards in the game, in my opinion, and playing at home, I think uh, I need to favor Asvel for this one. For me, the key of this game might be foul against Papagiannis on the front court. Papagiannis just had a very dominant performance on Paratinaikos last game, and if he's able to dominate the paint, the, that might also be another advantage for Paratinaikos. If, if foul is able to compete on this game, it, uh, it gives a fighting chance to, to Asvel. Let's move on to the second day of round 29, and we go to Germany, where Bayern will be receiving album Bayern won two out of their last three games and had been performing at a good level despite the 28-point loss against an incredible Olympiacos on the last round. They certainly will want to bounce back on, on this game and get the win against their German rival. Alba, after a surprising performance in Belgrade against Red Star, lost their last three games. The last time these two teams met, Bayern got a two-point road win, 77-79. I expect Bayern to win again. Do you agree, Tiago? Yeah, I agree with you. They are they aren't on the same level, in my opinion, in the Hero League. In uh, Bayern, with uh, in Bayern being uh, almost healthy, uh, I'm favoring them for sure. How do you think that Bayern will be answering to your guy Sigma? Do they have uh, some uh, matchups that can match to his high level of basketball IQ and his high level of play? About matching his IQ, it's almost impossible. But <laughs> they have some guys who can uh, make a really good job on Sigma. Hotel Hunter is playing really good. Uh, he's spreading the floor. I, I like what he's doing in the last games. So I think that if they can match, uh, if Bayern can be physical with him, uh, I, I really see that it will be a really good matchup. Yeah, and Bayern really has the pieces to, to be physical on the front court and to play that type of defense. Do what about you? What are the keys for this game? And do you agree with me and Thiago and think that Bayern will get this win? Yeah, I think Bayern will win. Uh, and I think the key the key for this game is Trent Cherry. <laughs> because <laughs> I love that. Um, if Lusic is out again, uh, he didn't play last game, 
Um, I think Bayern's gonna the difference maker in this game. I think it's gonna be coaching, and I think Trincheri. We we've been pretty we've been praising him all year. He's such a good coach, and, and I think he's gonna make a difference in this game. Uh, I think Bayern is like you guys said. It's gonna be the more the more physical team. Uh, I think they're gonna try to bother um, Alba's guards as much as possible, uh, Jolene Smith and um, and Maudolo. Uh, I hope Nick Valerbeb plays because I think he he would be a, a key guy to defend them. <clears throat> he didn't play last game. Um, I just hope he and Lucic can play. If they do, uh, I think this game is a it might be a blowout because Bayern is just that much better. Uh, if they don't, uh, I still think Bayern is going to win um, because of coaching, like I said. Uh, either way, uh, I don't see Alba being capable of, of winning. I obviously agree with you, but I, I will ask you, uh, these are two teams with very distinct uh, traits to their, the way that they play. Bayern plays a somewhat slower pace and Alba drives running and playing in transition. Of course, we, we are picking Bayern to win, so we think that uh, it will go their way. But do you think that... Um, Alba will have the conditions to run on this game or do you think that uh, Bayern has the the pieces to, to slow down those guards and to slow down their ability to, to rebound and run? Yeah, I think it starts on the board and uh, I think Bayern is a, a better rebounding team. So I think just just for that alone, uh, Alba is going gonna, is gonna to struggle to push the pace. Um, I, Bayern won 20 offensive rebounds uh, against Ashville last week, right? <laughs> So yeah. yeah, I don't I don't think that's a, a very favorable matchup for Alba. Uh, and then Bayern has good defenders and like you guys said they are physical. So I think they're they're going to be able to stop those those quick transitions and uh, contain Alba's guard. Yeah, absolutely. 100% agree with you when you were speaking about our love and prizes for Trincieri and the man was in the end of their last game in his post-game press conference he basically said that, well, I'm paraphrasing here, but uh, Olympiacos was just too damn good tonight, so we could we couldn't do anything else. But uh, Bayern is a is a very good team, very well coached team, and I think they will be ready to to get their third win in in the last four rounds on this game against Alba. Let's end the round twenty nine, and we have uh, Barcelona against Red Star. Last time these two teams played, Barcelona won. 94-99 in Belgrade. Barcelona, after a disappointing performance where they weren't able to, to find answers to Fenerbahce, they will certainly want to bounce back. I'm favoring Barcelona this one because of their superior roster to win this, this game. What can Red Star do to contradict their favoritism? They have to push the pace for sure. Mm-hmm. And their their backcourt needs to score because in the last game, Facundo Campazzo and Luca Vildosa uh, came out a little came out a little short on that hand because Vildosa had seven points and Campazzo uh, was scoreless. So for so for Servinius Vesa to to try to achieve the victory, I think that they might need to step up for sure. Um, on the other end, I think that Barcelona. Uh, plays really good defense, although they struggled uh, in the last game against Fenerbahce. But uh, I'm favoring Barcelona, for sure. I think that Cervantes Vesa come with uh, come for this game with a ship on, on their shoulder, because they, they lost by a bad uh, ref decision uh, on Serbia against Barcelona, but 
I'm favoring Barcelona for sure. Diogo, do, are you also leaning Barcelona or you think that um, their fixed rotations will be too big of a problem for them on this game again? Uh, that's a great question. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I, I think Barcelona should win and I think they will win. But it's been very frustrating to watch. Um, you said they, they took a step back uh, last game, but it, it wasn't just last game. It, it was the whole week. Uh, that doubleheader was terrible for them. And I know they were, they were playing Olympiacos and Fenerbahce, and those are two contenders and two great teams. But Barcelona should be one as well, right? And they blew double-digit leads on both games. So, uh, ah, man... It's been very tough to watch them play because at some points in the game, they look like they're the best team in Europe and then they just fall apart. Like when Sadoransky goes to the bench, when Miritic goes to the bench, they, they can't handle that. So I think that they're going to win because they're just a, a more talented team and a better team. Uh, but if Red Star can get hot and if they can push the pace, they, they might have a chance. Um, Barcelona's favorite, obviously. But Restar can do something. But Restar also has has had uh, some disappointing losses lately. So uh, I just can't pick them. Uh, Barcelona, I think they're going to win. Yeah, I just have so many questions about Barcelona. If it's uh, a decision to... Because they will be in the playoffs and they are likely to have home court advantage in the first round of the playoffs. If they need, they should be able to step up enough to, to guarantee that. I wonder if this is a strategy to preserve the players. I wonder if this is like related with contracts and promises of minutes to all the players until the postseason. I wonder if it's just a coach decision, but sometimes it's hard. And in our group chat, you were mentioning on their previous game when the, they managed to, to get close with Fenerbahce and they, they take Mirotic out. He has his fourth fault, but the, the game is in crunch time. And um, the, that really allowed Fenerbahce to gain momentum. And so many times we see Barcelona not being able to keep a momentum or allowing the other team to get their momentum. And to they get so many losses like that. I struggle when I see teams doing this constantly and almost hoping that they will just get it all together once we get to the postseason. And I don't think that's a very good key for success. You should build teams and you should play as a team. And we see Barcelona doing that. Don't get me wrong. They play a very good level of basketball and they, they are very good defensively as well. They just really are not able to punch back and don't show the attitude to do it at moments, even if they have the team, the roster and the pieces to do so. I, I can see... Red Star, if they are able to be extremely aggressive on def defense, if they can cause turnovers from Barcelona, if they are playing offensively as they, they showed in the last games, they have a chance to win this one and to, to get a surprise. Especially, as Thiago mentioned, with them coming with a chip on their shoulder and trying to revenge their loss at home. So it's another motivation for them. But I, I pick Barcelona. They are the best, the better team on this game, for in my opinion. I just uh, hope that uh, they can put it all together because I think they are favorites. I think they have the, the, the best players. I think they have the, the pieces to do it. They just need to, to play as such, in my humble yeah, opinion. I, I think I might have jinxed them when I picked them to win it all. <laughs> they were the... playing so good and all of a sudden I say that and, and they just start. <laughs> they just stop. Yeah, it... It's the, the podcaster jinx. <laughs> they will come for you. It will be either you or Sarunas in the end of the season. <laughs> I know who I would pick. 
<laughs> yeah, me too. Well, guys, this was another European Hoops episode. Make sure to tune in Monday when we will be recapping all the action from round 29 that we just previewed. Subscribe to the podcast and follow us on Twitter at Itus Euroleague where we bring you any news that break about the competition, must-watch games, injury reports, and our trades in the end of each day of competition, bringing you all the highlights of the action. My name is André, and I'll be seeing you guys soon. See you guys. Hope you guys enjoy it. Stay tuned for more. Uh, bye, guys. See you all next time. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger. Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.